Welcome to Leadership Wisdom Podcast, part of the cultural influencers from Christian International and Chantel Cooley Ministries. Here we discuss and share leadership lessons, stories, and experiences to help you move forward in life. Welcome to Leadership Wisdom Podcast. As always, we're so excited to be with you, and we have an incredible guest full of information from the Lord, and let's welcome Apostle Jane Hammond. Welcome. So great to be here with you, Chantel. And I want to know, since we're going through this, this this weird virus stage, <laughs> what is God <laughs> showing you and how are you doing it? We, we all just want to know what's going on. What are you thinking? Yeah, well, this is something that's affecting not just one nation or one region. It's actually something that's affecting the entire globe right now. Um, I don't think at any time in history has, have we had an entire global shutdown. So obviously it's affecting um, markets, it's affecting um, businesses, companies, it's affecting people on every level in churches and in every level of life. And so I think that it is an unprecedented time that the church really can rise up and respond in a positioning of faith and forward-looking to see what it is that uh, God wants to do for us. Um, You know, I I had a vision at the beginning of really the end of December, so the beginning of 2020. And in this vision, and I think you've heard me share this before, but in this vision, I saw the Lord handing every member of the body of Christ a, or, you know, believers, handing them out white stones. So you remember the white stone vision that I had. Um, I saw the Lord putting a white stone in people's hands. Um, and I, so I went and I looked up Revelations chapter 2, verse 17, which starts out by saying, for to him who overcomes, to him who overcomes. And so I started really recognizing that this was going to be a season that we were going to have to rise up and be overcomers. And of course, the only way that you achieve the status of an overcomer is to have something that you have to actually overcome. (laughs) I'm sorry to say that. Uh, It's kind of like the only way that you can really experience victory is to go through a battle. And so I should have been a little bit more prophetic to read between the lines of what the Lord was saying (laughs) because he was saying uh, he was handing out the stone of the overcomer and he was putting it in our hands. And so, you know, as I, as I looked at what this, the, this white stone, it says in Revelations 2, 17, to him who overcomes, I will give you to eat of the hidden manna and I will give you a white stone with a name written on it that only he knows. And so this is Revelations 2, 17, which is what came to me when I had this vision of God, Jesus putting a white stone in our hands. So number one, The Lord was saying, you're going to be overcomers because this is your season to have to overcome some things. Of course, we had no idea that it would look like this. Um, Let me just pause to say that it's not that prophets didn't pick up on this because uh, our dear friend, Prophet Chuck Pierce, actually did give a word in September of last year at his head of the year conference, which is the, the beginning of the Hebraic year, 5780. And he said that, um, the Lord showed him a massive plague-like invasion that would cause the nations to be in turmoil um, and that would test his church until the time of Passover, which Passover is April the 8th. 
Um, and so we, you know, that seems almost impossible to see this thing turned around by then, but we're talking about a prophetic word that uh, was given months before this was ever a global crisis. And so we have to trust the word of the prophet, believe the prophets and you'll prosper. So we don't know how God's going to turn it around, but we do believe that there's going to be a shift that's going to come around Passover. I think I do think it's interesting that the president um, actually came on and said, I would love to see people start going back to work around Easter time. So that's the Christian time of Passover. You know, Passover's April the 8th and Easter's April the 12th. So it's interesting to hear the president saying basically the same things that the prophets were saying, that there would be some kind of a shift around that time. So I think the Lord was putting a putting a stone, putting a, a, this white stone was saying, listen, you're going to be overcomers, but you're going to have to overcome some things. And then it says to him who overcomes, I will give you to eat of the hidden manna. The manna was, if you remember when Israel was in a wilderness time and it ended up becoming provision that fell from heaven. So we know that God is saying, I'm going to still bring provision for my people, but it's also a spiritual symbol of revelation. So provision, revelation, and life. It became life to the people as they were walking through a wilderness season. And so I do believe that in this time, God is saying, we've got to set our hearts, we've got to set our focus, and we've got to actually put our trust in the Lord now more than ever before. Part of our overcoming is that we cannot allow ourselves to be shaken by fear because we have to recognize that God uh, that God did not cause this virus, but God will use this virus to cause his church to rise and to bring us into a season of unprecedented victory and unprecedented uh, um, impact in the earth as the church prays. Obviously, if something's going to shift mid-April, it's going to be because God does something absolutely supernatural. And so during this time, we can expect God to bring provision, revelation, and life to his people as we're overcoming, pressing in. He's going to, to be all of those things for us with this hidden manna. And then it says he'll give us a white stone. Uh, uh, and the white stone in the Greek culture, I think it's very interesting if we interpret it in light of the current crisis. Because number one, the white stone was, was given to jury members in a trial. And um, they were given a black stone and a white stone. And when they were ready to cast a verdict, the verdict was given by uh, a white stone for innocence or acquittal or dismissal, and a black stone was given for guilt. And so I believe that the Lord showing us, he was giving us a white stone. Number one speaks of the covering of the blood of Jesus over all our sin, over all of our shortcomings. The accuser always loves to come and try to tell us, well, you can't have favor in the midst of this time because you've done such and such or because you haven't done such and such. And I, I've passed out white stones everywhere I've gone this year. And I've told people, listen, when the devil comes at you, and begins to accuse you of what you have done or haven't done, if there's truth in it, then you repent and you put it under the blood and then you hold up that white stone and you say, by the blood of Jesus, I have been made innocent. I have been acquitted of my sin and my shortcomings and therefore I can still lay hold of every promise of God and everything the Lord has purposed for me. And so this is not a time to shrink back 
and to say, oh, I'm just a worm or I'm a sinner. This really is a time to rise up and press into the fullness of God and shake off shame, shake off accusation and really receive that from the Lord. So that's part of the significance of the white stone because God is saying, I want it to be bring favor to you. Um, the second thing about the white stone is that they would use it in an election to uh, a, a white stone to vote yes on a matter, a black stone to vote no on a matter. And so I believe that as the Lord's putting a white stone in our hand, he's saying, listen, I'm giving you my vote of confidence. I have confidence in my church. I have confidence in my leaders. I have confidence in my people that you're going to know how to navigate these challenging trials, these challenging times that you're in. I have I have confidence in you that you are going to overcome during these difficult seasons. So I don't know about you, but that makes me feel very peaceful to know that the Lord has confidence in us, that when everything around us is being shaken, the Lord is saying, listen, I have confidence in my people. I'm asking you to put your hope and your trust in me, but you need to know that I'm also putting my trust in you to be the church in the midst of these very challenging times. So that's very exciting to me. Um, but the third thing about the white stone is that um, in, the, uh, in the Greek culture, when they would have hold Olympic games or they would hold athletic events, the, the winner of the event, rather than being given a gold medal, was actually given a white stone with his name engraved on it. And that was basically their prize or their reward for winning the event. Now, this wasn't just any ordinary white stone. What this now became was a pass or, a, uh, uh, or a, an elevation in culture and in status, because now that you're a champion, now that you're an overcomer, uh, now that you're a winner, you are now being granted access to places that you were never allowed to go to before as just a common ordinary citizen. You're being given access to banquets. You're being given access to, uh, to, to events. You're giving access to uh, political events or venues where the elite or the super citizens of the culture would gather. And so when Jesus is putting a white stone in our hand, he is saying, listen, I'm giving you my vote of confidence. I'm declaring that, that uh, I'm empowering you uh, that to dismiss any accusation the enemy would bring against you. And I'm making you a super citizen in culture today and giving you access to places that you've never had access before. And I just, I'm very excited about that because the Lord absolutely knew what was coming. And he knows that the church is really rising in this hour in prominence and in positioning to have a voice into government and to have a voice uh, to speak to people that perhaps previous to this time would never have given the church or leaders or believers the time of day. So, I mean, I, I just feel like we are really poised on one of our great, uh, our greatest hours, our greatest times. Now, I want to, I want to kind of wrap this, this vision and this response up by saying this, um, you know, the vision that I had, Jesus was putting a white stone in the hands of believers and kind of folding our hand over it and putting his hand on us. And I could see that. But then the scene changed 
and I saw Jesus standing before our president, President Trump, and I'm not trying to make a political statement about this, but I saw him putting a white stone in the hands of our president, and then he proceeded on to put a white stone in the hands of his family members, and then I saw him put a white stone in the hands of the president's advisors. And I just wanna say to your listeners that regardless of any uh, political predisposition or how you feel about the president, I saw the Lord giving our president the stone of an overcomer. I saw his advisors receiving the stone of the overcomer. And every single American citizen right now needs to be praying for our president. If you're listening from a foreign nation, you need to be praying for your leader because the way we're gonna get out of this mess is for God to give wisdom and revelation and supernatural insight and a spiritual equipping to those that are in the government arena in our nations. And so I saw the Lord touching the president and touching his family and touching the advisors to really break this thing open and to have carry that overcomers champion victor's mantle in the crisis that we're currently in. And so I wanna encourage everybody, I did not have a particular word about a virus. I did not have a particular word about this global crisis. And I've, I've talked to the Lord and I've said, Lord, I don't understand why I didn't see that. But what I did see was overcoming. I did see that God is going to, by his spirit, give us individually as believers the power to overcome and that God is going to cause anointing to come upon our government leaders to also bring us into victory. So I actually feel complete peace and feel very hopeful about the season of time that we're currently in. That, that's powerful. And I love where you talk about overcomers. How do you become an <laughs> overcomer? You got to go through, through some things. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, you know, what do you think about this? Um, I didn't have, you know what God was showing me is like, things are going to explode this was like in january like i was sick and getting you know getting ready to go to fiji and um, brazil and i was being released you know finally ministry was going and i was getting invites and everything and i sensed this huge um just like explosion of what god was doing that hearts would be open uh business people would be coming to their place that they should be with the lord you know and and taking their place and that's what i sensed and i still think it's that and i think um, another thing that I saw after it was happening, I was asking the Lord, this is what I want you to talk on and see what you think. The Lord was showing me it's time to reposition. It was like, yes. I see an army and we're a huge army and we kind of, we are now up against a cliff. We can't go any further because then we fall off. And it's not like that we are in a bad place, but now we're going the other direction and there's new people on the front lines coming up because those people might be wounded and tired so there's some repositioning in the ranks even yeah yeah and i well, saw that well i think that that's exactly right and i think that the lord is uh, uh uh chuck pierce kind of followed up with that word and said that we're in a season of pause and so i think that in this pause there is repositioning and years ago, um, the Lord gave me a prophetic word about repositioning. And he said this, he said, um, I'm repositioning my people and I am pre-positioning my people for what's ahead. And I think that's a very interesting 
uh, word to go with repositioning is to look at the word prepositioning because God, I believe, is being very purposeful in all of this and very strategic in all of this to not just reposition us, but to get us in place before uh, what is getting ready to happen, to preposition us, to preposition us for the shift that's coming to the church, to preposition us for the current, the, the revival and the awakening that he's bringing uh, for the business leaders. Maybe God's going to preposition you financially um, with uh, in this downturn time when everything's being shaken. Maybe God's repositioning you to preposition you for great wealth, because one of the things that I saw the Lord saying to, to me, and I and I stand by this word, is that the Lord said this we were coming into a time of crazy financial increase, crazy increase kind of across the board, but but an amazing financial increase. And I know that that's a word that people are saying, oh my gosh, I've looked at my 401k and it's down by 30%. And I've looked at this business account and it's down and this investment and oh, how can you be talking about crazy increase? Well. Let's just say, perhaps in the midst of this shaking, God would reposition us or perhaps even reposition our assets for to be able to take advantage of this time of, uh, of downturn to bring us into a time of crazy increase. Because I think that we're going to be on a roller coaster ride financially. I think there's going to be up, you know, upswings and downturns probably for the next at least several months. Um, but I believe that in this is if, if we're if we're staying in covenant with the Lord, with our tithes, with our offerings, with our giving, and if we're allowing God to preposition or reposition our financial assets, um, I believe we're going to come into a time of, of seeing explosive growth and crazy increase in all of that as well. And so I, I keep encouraging people to go back to what they heard the Lord say in his promises towards them before this crisis ever hit. Because a lot of times we think, oh my gosh, the crisis hit and it wipes out everything God said. <laughs> no, no. The word of the Lord goes before us. It breaks the way open. And so if we'll go back and remember what the Lord said through to you in January, what the Lord said through the prophets in January, before we ever found ourselves in this crisis, then we come into alignment with the word of the Lord. We begin to decree what God has said. It, it actually says, Job twenty two twenty eight says, you shall decree a thing uh, and it shall be established for you. So light will shine on your way. What is it that we're supposed to decree? I looked at this the other day when it says you shall decree a thing. That word thing actually means you shall decree the command, you shall decree the word, and you shall decree the promise. And so what we have to allow to be in our mouths is what did God promise you? What word did God give you? We need to let the word of God be in our mouth. We need to be confessing and speaking and decreeing the word of God. You shall decree the word, you shall decree the promise, and it will be established for you. It will be fixed, it will be made stable, it will be made firm for you, then light will shine on your way. This is where we must live right now, not in a place of fear, but in a place of positioned authority to see God's word come to pass. Oh, that's powerful. Well, the last, um, well, we got like about two minutes left. Okay. <clears throat> I think that if we just do what you just said, we'll be just fine. We yes. walk in peace. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the peace of God that passes all understanding. I was thinking maybe we could pray over those that I know there's a lot of fear out there, you know, and mm -hmm. and you've just got to replace fear with faith. 
And so maybe pray over whatever the Lord shows you. All right, I'd be happy to. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you have uh, released your prophetic word through the mouth of prophets, Lord, and to into the hearts of believers. And Lord, when we have your word, Lord, there is absolutely nothing for us to fear. Lord, your word declares that no weapon formed against us can prosper. And I always like to put the word in there, no weapon formed can possibly prosper against your people. Lord, when we're standing on your word, when we're filled with your spirit, when we're listening to your voice, God, Lord, we know that you're bringing us into that time, Father God, where you're causing your people to move forward and advance, to break out and to break through. Lord, I break the spirit of fear and I just ask you to cause faith to arise, Lord, that the word that is being spoken, God, will cause faith to arise and let it come out of our mouths, Father God. Let us make the decrees out of our own mouths so that we can see the victory come forth. And Father, every listener right now, just put your hands out and just receive that white stone of the overcomer. Just receive it into your hand, receive it into your heart, and know that the victory is yours because Jesus has already declared it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jane. Is there any, uh, are you doing anything special during this time? Are you going on social media or do you have, I know you've got some books that we can order on Amazon and through Christian International. Yes, uh, you can You can go to uh, any of our web pages, Christian International on Facebook, Vision Church CI on Facebook, or if you'd like to follow me on Apostle Jane Hammond um, and Apostle Tom Hammond on Facebook. It'd be great if you could follow these pages. I released uh, a word yesterday about the white stone. So if you'd like to have that, um, there th- that is there on Apostle Jane Hammond uh, on Facebook. And then you can always visit our webpage, Tom and Jane Hammond, Dot com Tom and Jane Hammond H A M O N dot com and uh, you can look at some of the resources that we have available to you. Okay, great, great. Okay, well, Jane, we love you and thank you for your time. Love you too. Blessings. All right, blessings to you. Bye bye. For more information on Christian International, visit christianinternational.com. And for more information on Chantel Cooley Ministries, visit ChantelCooley.com.